Liverpool. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. On my right wing is Neil. On my left wing is Tom, and I'm your false nine, Nick. How are you guys? Near the end of the week, Nick. Nick. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. happy. It's exciting. Yeah, not bad. Not bad? Good, good. Um, I guess we'll just get right into it. Not a lot of news over the week. Um, so let's talk about the table as it stands before we talk about the preview of the weekend. Um, right now, Tottenham still sit atop of the league with wankers. 26 points. They are wankers. Sorry, did Thank I say you, that out loud? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Uh, two points off them are Arsenal and City, and three points off of the, off of Spurs, I should say, are Liverpool, with Villa just behind us with 22 points. So that's the top five right now, just, and they're all kind of clumped up. Let's put it in a, a slightly different way. Sure. Liverpool are three points off the top after 10 games. Well put. I like concise, that. This is come on red men at the end of the day. Concise and straight to the point. Um, top five teams are all within four points of the lead. Um, I would say Villa are not just the literal distant, but probably in play distant off the four, top four. We kind of talked about that last episode, didn't we? The way they're playing, I can see them being there, thereabouts, five, six, yeah. Mm-hmm. The way they were playing last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say it wouldn't surprise me to see them finish somewhere even if it's in the europa league or mm. whatever I, I i can see them finishing e- in europe each week we're probably changing everything we say but either way probably <laughs> but that's what happens in football um if tottenham have one key injury they're off the top probably they have no squad depth whatsoever so anything can really happen it's only through 10 weeks um yeah it's shaping up as i would expect it at the moment um People are one or two places, three or four places out, but you know, roughly speaking, they're in the in the right kind of areas. Uh, Villa, to me, are, are doing an outstanding job. Uh, Newcastle are rising up the table, and I think they're going to continue. I know I've said it every week. I think Man United are going to rise up the table too. No, you're right. Look, and three three wins and two draws in the last five. They're unbeaten in five games. So yeah, yeah you're not you're not that far off. Yeah, I think Brighton are going to descend, and um, but yeah, the. Uh, I, I don't think the top four is going to end up like this. I think it's going to be Liverpool and City at the top. I think you're right. Um, judging by how we've seen I Liverpool stumbled out of the gate before all the pieces were in place. Um, and then that wretched loss to Spurs. Uh, which nine men Spurs. Always remember they had to struggle with nine men first. You know, if <laughs> if everything worked out the way it was supposed to, They'd have 24 points. Oh, fuck. I've rattled them. We would have 24 points. No, they would have 20. He's like a T-Rex. Yeah. 24 points until we'd be tied for the lead with Arsenal and Man City. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, woulda, shoulda, coulda. I know. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, United. I, I don't know. I don't see them. I, unless Ten Hag leaves and they get a new manager bounce, I, I don't see anything improving there anytime soon. Um, you know what? Green Potter to United. Just saying. No, that could be good. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, what about Chelsea? Still struggling. Neil, you're usually the one that them? says you think they're going to be good. I still think they're going to um, rise at the table to the um, to the. You think Potch has got seventh. it? I think Potch has got it. He's got it, and he's. I do. I still think. I still think Potch has got it. But there again, I've had this history of saying this with Graham Potter at Chelsea, and um, that wasn't his. Sean Dyche so. at Burnley. This goes so, on, mate. Yep. No, I mean... I probably am a guy who gives them too much time, uh, managers. 
It could be. You you have a soft spot for managers more than uh, I do. Yeah, I wonder why is that, Dean? Because I'm old. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, um, one one of Pochettino now. or Ten Hag gets fired. Who goes first? Ten Hag. You think so? I think so too. But what I, do you think, Tom? I say Pochettino probably goes first. Well, Chelsea have the history of sacking managers early. But that's under a different owner. True. Why does well, that no, Bowley got rid of two already. Yeah. Has he? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, he also got rid of um, uh, what's his name, the Skeletor, that's over in Bayern now. Um, why can I not remember his name? German guy. Uh, Off the top of my head, gone. Yeah, yeah. Forget that train it. has left that station. We beat him in two cups two years ago, and I've already forgotten his name. Um, but th- he got rid of him. He got rid of who was the caretaker manager after Graham Potter? Oh, Frank Lampard. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then now Pochettino. So forgettable, Frank. This is already his fourth manager, and he's owned the club for a year. I will eat my hat. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're I'm making just a point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brentford sit tenth. <clears throat> Good for them. Um, again, I know that Neil rightfully pointed out that uh, Tom and I have been strangely high on them, um, but they are on two wins, so maybe we're onto something. Meanwhile, West Ham are not looking good. They had a strong start to the season and are now rapidly falling off the table. I think the European yeah it hurt them last season them. and it's hurting them again this season. Agreed. They don't have the squad depth. Um, so let's uh, get to the bottom of the table now. Starting with Luton, Burnley, Sheffield in that order, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. As Neil predicted, the promoted teams are sitting right where they'll probably be sitting for the rest of the. Yeah, I've said uh, said for several weeks that Burnley will get out of there now, and uh, I don't know why. I keep thinking they will, but I I still do. I still think they're better than Bournemouth. Not so. from what I watched against Burnley. No, they they are rough. They're they're oh, not sorry, fun not to watch. watch against Bournemouth. Burnley yeah. just don't have the juice. I don't think. No, and you know what? I was kind of rooting for them because I like that Burnley have a young manager. I like how they dominated the the championship and. Yeah, I'm just there's nothing that I've seen from them so far, and I've tried to watch a couple of games, and now I just don't watch them anymore. I'll, I'll find another game to watch. They're just not fun. Everton are ri- riding high. Yeah, Everton, Everton are winning on the road. That's what's wrong. It's they weird. Win go to some. <laughs> They've only got three wins, and all three are on the road. You said yeah. last episode. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, but that just tells you how awful. Uh, what the hell is there? crappy stadium across the road Goodison, Goodison. Goodison. where's Sellerhurst Crystal Palace Sellers, that's Palace yeah. thank you um, yeah no Everton are crap but they're not crap enough to go down once uh, again yeah well Is they it, could be in there when does the um, points deduction um, potential points just the 12 points points deduction they've been recommended for um, come out can't be that long before the before that comes out but yeah the you know, the Premier League have recommended a 12 point points deduction for financial fair play uh, irregularities so, so who makes that decision how, how does that work do you know well it usually works by giving a brown envelope under a table to <laughs> some guys and then you can avoid it and then but, you can stay but, but everton have no money and let me just correct myself i don't know if the premier league have made the statement but some some board has made the recommendation that they should be subject to 12 points but i don't know who makes the decision about but it's got to be the premier league themselves well, i agree I think they should be. I think everybody who who violates financial fair play should be hit with a sanction. Yeah. But I also think that going back to the brown envelope situation, that there are teams who violate financial fair play but can pay a lot of money 
either to lawyers or in forms of brown envelopes. Isn't that kind of ironic? You're in trouble for spending too much money, so if you spend more money, you can get out of it. Yeah. That's uh, capitalism. Yeah. Or corruption. Or, yeah. Sorry. Fraud. Yeah. So Sorry, I use the wrong words. <laughs> See, I no, just I use the right words. Do not understand how City can have 23 allegations or whatever it was. Um, actually, I think 23 was the number of court cases. It was 200-something. Uh, 200-something, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was 200-something like counts of FFP. Yeah, and that was less than a year ago, and no one talks about it anymore. Yeah, but they're going to get away with it, and Everton are going to get hit with it. And if if that does happen, I think we've kind of touched on this before. They they will go down and then yeah. down and then down. It's they're not going to yo yo. So just my point, I guess, here is that just when they've scrambled their way to safety, they may be getting a killer blow. Yeah, but they're they're cockroaches. They're going to find a way. You know what's going to? Ha- they're going to have a twelve point deduction, and, and then still going to make the it? last four games of the year. They're going to win all four games. With and Sean somehow, Dyche's manager, probably. What are they going to do? Hire another manager with no money and no yeah. points? Yeah. And somehow Sean Dyche is not manager of Everton. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. What is are you he? talking about? Yeah, is he is. Oh. <laughs> Tom, go I, back to bed. My time travel machine worked. <laughs> it worked, people. <laughs> go back to bed, Tom. Uh, Wolves, look at those. Five games, three draws, two wins. I know that I was as low as could be on them the last two seasons, and I know that they just lost a key player uh, last week to a hamstring injury, but look at them upstarting that. I think they're going to get another draw this week against Sheffield United too. So You think they're going to draw? They're well, Sheff- we'll get to that in a little bit. I know we will, but they've got Sheffield United this week and they're missing Neto. So um, we'll see how they... Uh, it's a good match for them to, um, to... It's a litmus test. Yeah. 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 They get to play the worst team in the league where, with without their best player. So, What about Palace? Does anyone have an opinion about Palace? I hate where it is in Croydon. Okay. They have cheerleaders. The only Premier League team that does. They, they also have the an, eagle. They have an eagle just like Auburn. War eagle, everybody. But yeah. about their playing and their, yeah. their ability. Anything? No, I don't have an opinion. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they will finish 11th. I can guarantee you that. Probably. Somehow they'll do it. You'll guarantee you that. <laughs> I swear. Uh, <clears throat> I hope Every Forrest episode. rebound now that we're done beating the brakes off of them. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know that we have much else. Not a lot of changes in the table this week. Uh, everyone who should have won won and everyone who should have lost lost for the most part. Other than... Uh, you know, Chelsea and United, but at this point, I think they should have lost. Indeed. Mm. So we'll take a quick break before we talk about Liverpool's next fixture. Welcome back, listener. Let's talk about Liverpool going all the way to uh, Luton Town. Luton Town. Yeah. Well, it's not as far away as Bournemouth. It's not? No. No. Luton's Luton. just outside London, north of London. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Actually, uh, you know, we haven't had one of these in a while. Tell us something about Luton. No, we did. Place. Last week, I just oh. dismissed Luton out of hand. I said I had a night out there, and it was the worst night out ever, remember? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Is that Luton? <laughs> it was Luton, yeah. That's why I was talking about it, and it was, you know, yes, I don't want to talk <laughs> about it anymore. I haven't talked to the fellas since. I don't even want to think. Yeah, well, I haven't. I don't <laughs> I don't want to think. I just don't want to think about Luton. <laughs> okay. The let's... airport recently caught fire. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Then moving along. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about an injury report before we get. Hold stuck on. Hold on. Hold on. What? I so, have one other fact about. Oh, Luton. here we go again. Sorry, you, you did ask. One other. 
amazing fact. It has the most expensive railway in either the world or certainly in Europe. Like it costs a it, lot yes. to build? Yes. It's, it's, a, or to it's one piece of railroad that goes from the town center to the airport. It's a very, very tiny piece of track, but it is the most expensive per, um, per mile of track in, uh, I think, in the world. I can't remember what it costs, but ridiculous uh, sum of money. So Why? Luton's attempting to become um, London's fourth airport. And um, and so they've, they've it's kind put of this no, money into... Luton's not in it, London, but they call it London Luton. Yeah. But Gatwick is neither in London either, but they call that London Gatwick. Heathrow is the only kind of one, and it's not really in London either. It's still outside the M25. Yeah. So and that's geography of England. See, we haven't done this in so long. <laughs> we'll we'll try and be a long time before we do it again. Oh, I like it. There <laughs> is like a city planning. of London airport, just to be clarified. Oh, okay. So, injury report. We've got three players as of now. Andrew Robertson, still with the shoulder. Apparently, his surgery went well. I wasn't finished with Luton. Oh. All right, go on. Sorry. So, one of my mates from Luton oh, right. sent me a little message. Okay. Right. Is this for the show? For the show. Oh, okay. Shout out to Our Justin. first call-in. Well, it's not a call-in. He oh. is a Luton fan, diehard Luton fan, just like we are Liverpool fans, but doesn't have Poor the fella. means to make a podcast. Sounds because like there's no fans. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Justin, but no. Go so on. he goes, after the playoffs, I didn't have high expectations for this season. I decided to approach each game like it were a cup final. Unfortunately, a delay to our first home game didn't help our situation. Now that we're 10 games into the season, there have been some surprises, draw against Wolves, uh, or come back against Nottingham Forest, add uh, a victory against one Premier League giant, Everton. <laughs> That's how he wrote it. However, our defense has been a concern. 19 goals allowed in. Luton is massive, guys. <laughs> right? Um, few VAR errors have gone against them. Two own goals by a Ryan Locklear, Locklear. Don't you talk to me about VAR goals, all right? If you've been listening to the show, you know that's a source. He loves spot. the show. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. He goes, the difference between championship, Premier League is enormous. Competing in the Premier League requires substantial financial resources and the ability to handle immersed pressure. While we've had the uh, numerous chances at goal, we seem to falter in critical moments. Last season's goals seem to flow while these don't. I think fair. that's a fair statement. Fair. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. This is the first person to write in. One of our fan. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> One of the three fans we have. <laughs> so... Luton, there's a, they have a goal differential of 11. They're yeah. in 17th place. I mean, I'm sorry, Justin, but they're crap. They are. They are really shit. Tell you. Um, their left side, right side, if we're attacking them on their right side, that's where Villa just played that ball in every time. It just so over happens the top. we have this really good player on the right Who's side. Who's worth at least 300 million. That, so we've been told. Um, and he's not one of the ones that are injured. Back to that. Sell him. <laughs> no, no, no. Salah. Say it with me. Salah. Salah. Not sell him. Sell him. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Andrew Justin. Robertson. He is predicting, by the way, a 6-0 victory for us, by the way. so Oh. Wow. He actually said it should go for the record and go for 10. Who cares? <laughs> I like Justin, his optimism. I'm sure you're at the pub with these guys right now. Just tell them to, to get out of the way so we can break the record. Um, Andrew Robertson is not expected to play, obviously. His surgery went well, according to reports, but obviously he's going to be out. I believe I saw somewhere that there was a late November return date expected, which I highly doubt, but 
I mean, that's it's like a month away. It's I thought ridiculous. we were in January. But yeah. I, that's what my expectation is at the earliest. Um, our uh, our buddy, Stefan Bachetek, uh Calf, they're saying early November. So hold your breath. I won't. And then Tiago, I have a return date uh, for his hip injury. Just don't even tell me. August 2047. Would he be our oldest player? (laughs) If he comes back and plays at least like four minutes, would he be the oldest player to play for us? Uh, In 2047? (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Anyway, Kenilworth Road, 1130 this coming Sunday if you're in the States. Um, What time is that in England? Well, the clocks, the clocks are changing this weekend in England. So It's a lot of controversy. I know. I heard everyone talking about it. <laughs> Why can't people just get on board with the clocks? I don't know. I don't know. Arizona, Arizona said fuck it and just stopped altogether. They were like, no, the clocks stay the same. Leave us alone. Uh, anyway, they have one win, two draws, and seven losses with a goal differential of minus 11. Not great. Uh, they've got a win, a loss, a loss, a draw, and a loss. Their only win has been against Everton. So, cool. They have scored in most of these games. Only one game. In the, they've even lost they to Exeter. Well, you know what? Uh, a goal differential of 11 is not the worst in the Premier League. So, I mean, I guess that's something. I think Bournemouth have a bigger goal differential right now. I think they're in the 20s. Um, I could be wrong about that. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I desperately dug for key players i should have tagged your 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 buddy justin here um because they've got a guy named marvelous but he's not <clears throat> he's got the highest match rating out of anyone on their squad i had him in my fantasy seven. team until last week and was he marvelous he was marvelous at keeping the bench warm apart from the double game week where i played him oh good for him. nice nice okay well he has no goals no assists and nothing else to really report yeah, on. i sold him last week yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> marvelous for you. There's a guy named their striker, Carlton Morris. He's got three goals. Carlton Morris? Yes. Funny yeah. thing about Carlton Morris is I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah. He uh, has the most minutes. He's got he's got three goals and an assist, so four goal involvements. That's roughly one-third of what Salah's done, so he's one-third of Salah. That's pretty good. Can yeah. you sell him for $100 million? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Anyway, uh, Alfie Doty. He's a left back with an assist and a match rating of 7.02 for their highest, I believe. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's good either. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of these players... I actually have another Lewin player on my team, and I still have him. What's his name? He's the guy that Alfie Doty, I think, replaced. Um, Is it Kabori. Archer? Kabori. Oh. Oh. Oh no! What, what team does Archer play for? Sheffield United. Sheffield, thank you. There's, I know I, it was one of the shit teams. I have him there's a 26 year old Irish player, Ogbené. Oh yeah, I never heard of him either. And he's 26, so yeah. I mean, he must be real good. Uh, do we know anything before I get into it about Welsh manager Rob Edwards? Oh yeah, he has brought that club up. Like brought that club up. Well, he's only been there for a year. Yeah, <laughs> but what he's done with them. Is he like the one t- that built the team that came out of the championship? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Good. He, he, he might get a statue if he keeps in the Premier League. <laughs> I, I might be wrong here, but weren't they struggling when he took over in the championship and he got them into the playoffs and then got them promoted? I think that I I think believe that's so, the yeah. story. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, I know he's got a lot of experience working with um, youth teams. So that's cool. 
I believe he was actually the manager of the Welsh national U 18s, U 17, something like doesn't that. matter when you're doing underage. Like no, I know. I know. I'm just saying. No, I get you. It's a bit like that uh, manager we had against the Toulouse manager was under under 20s Kuwait or something like that, wasn't he? Before oh. he was the Toulouse manager. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Oh, interesting. Like, okay, I see forgot. what I mean. It means nothing. <laughs> so anyway, this is the Hatters' first campaign in the top flight in their 138-year history, which is pretty cool. Um, why I think maybe we're kind of, you're looking at me sideways. Why is that, Neil? It is. I looked it up. They've never been in the top flight. No, they haven't. Yeah, this is their first time up. Um, it's really hard to say much more about them, right, isn't it? I really don't know what else to say. It seems like in their best seasons, they struggled with financial issues that kept them bogged down. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. I did a lot of reading about this team and just didn't really know what else to say. Um, they've got virtually no offense. Their possession is 36.6%. Um, which is the worst in the Premier League right mm-hmm. now. They have no offense whatsoever. And their defense is pretty atrocious, too. They're averaging giving up two goals per match, which is uh, the third most goals per match in the league as well. So, I mean, really, all their stats defend their position in the table right now, unfortunately. Pretty much, unfortunately. Um, they are my little underdogs, at, just for Justin. Yeah, I, ca- I, I mean, I always root for the little teams like this. Uh, I do love their little stadium. It's back end of houses not as what cool as it, the marine Road. stadium that spurs played in uh fa cup a couple of years ago oh. i say couple it's probably like five years ago but it, it wasn't the audi cup no no Oh, no. okay all right never mind actually i believe they struggled for the first 20 minutes against marine in the audi cup <laughs> anyway uh so what what is there to say about this game against luton what are what are liverpool's keys to victory show up just show up um Similar performance that we had against the Lose, similar performance that we had against Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, similar, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah, Forest, Forest. You yeah. know, it's this is a game that we we should we need to play our best. Don't get me wrong; it doesn't need to be a complete elite. Ross but we, Barkley, we, please. We need not to squad? rest on yeah. our laurels, um, but we should just a training exercise should win this. Yeah, yeah. the word walkover is what I'm trying to express. Yeah, there. yeah. I was going to say let's. I uh, did. Like talking to my mate, I did say three nil for us. He he wanted ten nil. I don't remember what I put in, but I can't imagine us putting any less than four past them. Um, I don't know. So I can tell you that the last time we won against them was like a one nil win. This was like years back. It was in like some kind of cup group stage kind of thing. FA Cup, I think. Okay. Um, I remember there was also a one one draw because I remember watching that game and going, "How are we struggling against this?" Dirk Kite was playing. Oh, Dirk Kite, good shout. I'm um, gonna I'm gonna go back to my point here. I'm sorry. But, okay. Um, I did just fact check the it's fact my third checker. interruption. I'm sorry. Go on. But they but spent ten years in the top flight from '82 to '92. What the hell? I think they mean the Premier League Premiership. It's, it's the whole Premier League 1992 cutoff nonsense that you know, keeps I keep the Super League that, that, that was created. Thank you, know, you from Bar- so, I, just, I hate by Barclays. That. And I, was, I wasn't going to pull you up until, uh, until afterwards, but I thought it was kind of important. No, no, yeah, case. no. I'm glad for that correction. I hate that they they nitpick over stuff like that. Like top flight, call it top flight. I get it. Premier Talk to League, a Premier United League. fan about how many trophies they've won compared to Liverpool. Oh yeah, and I watch know, the nitpicking. They say Premier League. There like, we go. No, it's top flight. Top so, flight hasn't changed. Sorry for the interruption. No, thank you for that. Thank you for the <clears> correction. <throat> um, I again. It's stupid that they they do that. Um, so they were in for ten years, eighty two to ninety two. You said, 
Okay. Good correction. Thank you, Neil. Um, my thought on this, and I think I saw it in the Forest game, I feel like after we put the, the, the third goal in, Liverpool kind of backed off and just controlled the game. I think Liverpool against Forest probably had the ability to really batter them and didn't. I don't know if it's not taking a risk getting injured or if it's just one of those things where it's like, you know what, let's not waste our energy just putting goal in and goal in and goal in on a on a lower team that can't really do anything against us at this point. I could be wrong, but honestly, if we go up early against Luton, like 2-3-0, somewhere around halftime before mm-hmm. or after, you know, don't... Uh, yeah, we could probably smash them as any of the top four or five clubs could, but let's just have a good game and then bring in the young kids in the second half or once we pull the game out of reach from them, you know, let's not take any chances here. Um, go ahead. Random factoid. In 2018, in 2008-2009, Luton were docked 30 points. Really? Yeah. They went into administration. They went down to the non-league. Yep. So yeah. I did read a little something on that, but I just skimmed it. Um, was that because of some kind of financial issue? What yeah. was the yeah. It was. Okay. Because yeah. that happened to them twice. They, got, like, they went into administration. They got a 10-point deduction. Uh, then they got a 30-point deduction. And they just kept dropping. Didn't it also happen in the 70s? They got bounced out of wherever they were because of financial issues. Don't know about the seventies. Yeah. Okay. All right. It was in his hibernation years. That's how he stays alive for so long. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) I mean, I. It's weird. It sucks for them, but I like the history of these old clubs. Like, well, if we're going to talk about history, you've got to talk about David Pleat. David Pleat was their famous manager. He, He he was a. I think he was at Watford for a while. Storied manager, great, great manager. So is Rob Edwards, by the way. Oh, really? Also at Watford. So great manager, but when they stayed up in. Early 80s, can't remember exactly when. Um, when they stayed, so it must have been after 82, obviously. But when they stayed up on the last day of the season, David Pleat did the um, famous jig for joy when he um, he skipped across the oh. um, skipped across the turf like a madman, um, celebrating that that they weren't relegated. And, I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, he was so. the manager in 91, 1905. Again, so oh, so yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, other thing famous about them, uh, along with Leighton Orient, they were one of the teams that was um, used to have, feel predominantly uh, black teams, and just uh, way before anybody else was was fielding uh, black players. Uh, Ricky Hill is one of their most famous players. Uh, so, but yeah, history, uh, few iconic moments. Um, terrible, terrible time recently, as you say, t- tumbling down the divisions non-league and what a story coming back and it really was a cinderella story but um it's going to be a long rest of the season for them and uh, they're going back from whence they came i'm afraid but they are running their club very sensibly now and i think that they knew they know they're going down yeah they haven't bought a whole bunch of players and jacked up their um mm-hmm. their wages so they're gonna have a problem next year but um but yeah they're going down and uh this should be a routine so if you handle the yo-yo correctly, I don't think we've ever really talked about it on the show. We'll keep it brief. Um, the yo-yo is when a team goes down and then comes back up because you get a parachute payment when you drop into the championship level. Now, when that happens, if you use your money correctly, the money you get from the promotion and then the parachute payment from dropping back in, 
that's where a yo-yo typically comes from is you'll see teams that are smart hold on to that money, understand they're going to go back down, jump back up, and then they start building a team. Well, I think you could say the other way, though. The yo-yo comes from teams getting promoted, and then in order to stay in the Premier League, they spend a fortune and jack their wages up. So then they need the parachute payment to pay off the debts that they accrued from all these high high salaries. And then they and, go nowhere. And then they go nowhere, or then they have to sell their players and they go drop back down again. Right. It, so That's so why I said if both they're ways, smart, yeah. if they're smart, they hold on to both of those payments and build small. Tibbet, Grimsby Town is the most frequent yo-yo club, switching 32 times, 15 promotions, 17 relegations between the 3rd Division South to the 3rd Division North in 1929. Oh, okay. Well, that has nothing to do with no, what we're talking No, but that is the most about. yo-yo ta- between Baby Bum. Well, but for your point. So, building a team, going up and staying up, that's the easy bit in the championship, we'll say. The staying up in the Premier League, though, mm-hmm. is the hard bit. Because you do need to add to your squad. You do need to bring your wages up. There are more incentives. You have to bring in um, goal bonuses, assist mm-hmm. bonuses, all sorts of well, things. Well, the technology now as well. You have to make all these. <clears throat> I mean, Luton Stadium wasn't ready. No. You had to make a mass investment. I think it was $16 million to make it Premier League ready. You have to right. be VAR ready. Yeah, all that. Yeah. And those, those are the kinds of expenses that add up. But if you've got a smart front office and you say, okay, Let's just face it. There's no way we're going to be able to hang in the Premier League yet. Now. But we have this opportunity if we can, you know, just build our funds and start building a, a team from within, start becoming... If we are shouting at the Premier League, we can probably get some young players in, you know, maybe some of the, the tougher championship-level players that want to go into the Premier League, that kind of stuff. We're kind of seeing a little bit of that with Wrexham in a much lower league where they're bringing in players that... You know, they're <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, I'm making a hand signals about my uh, disdain for for Wrexham. Yeah, the, we went from bird. loving them to to hating them because now they're uh, they're fighting Barrow. Indeed. Have they played yet? They did. They did. How did it go? A draw. Oh, that's not bad. Why is it not bad? They're low level scum. They came up to our division. Wow, <laughs> you went from going. Well, I like Wrexham. Blah blah blah. Scum. <laughs> I don't. I like. They're that, Welch. I you like should that. like them just like all your other buddies that. that like sheep. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. They're in my league. Good. Get the hell out. <laughs> you just yeah. <laughs> this will, is Barrow's league. Yeah. It has been for decades because we can't get out of it. We've been we, out of Rexham it. Rexham might get out of it. <clears throat> well, Rexham have this influx of cash. Are they ever going to get nailed for financial fair play? I no, know we're way off. They're doing it because they've got massive. Um, uh, marketing you, oh the ad revenue they're, they're, they're raking in money yeah that's they're, true. they're printing money they've got no problems at all and as long as it's not a city where they're putting their own companies that they own on their shirts and saying look we made 400 million dollars in ad revenue which is fraudulent yeah, so mint mobile who who he sold yeah he sold uh, um he can't just take his personal wealth and give it to the club right but they're the club itself has got merchandising deals with Aviator Drin, also, of course, owned by him. Yeah. But TikTok. Not owned by him, but they've got that yeah. sponsorship. But but yeah, so... They've got huge are, sponsors. They've got mm-hmm. no problems with marketing. They're, they're going to come up at least a, another division or two. So here's a question for you, because we're still kind of off topic, but I am curious about this. Off topic? That I forgot on a long go what the topic was. This was the Liverpool-Luton segment. <laughs> it is, but Luton's so fucking boring. <laughs> Sorry for my language. Um, what, Luton? Can, <laughs> can, 
Can so the FX show that's obviously going to generate money. Can they use that for the club? Yes, I believe so. That's crazy because uh, that's where the bulk of their money's ready come for this. From. Who owns FX? I don't know. Hulu. Fox. Hulu. Well, technically it's Fox, but who owns that? Disney. Uh, and that's where the money comes from. Interesting. Now Wrexham is technically technically sponsored by Disney. That's that's where the money comes from. To hear. There's got to be some kind of barriers oh, in the way. It's not like Mickey Mouse is sending them cash. He has big enough gloves, though, I, to I be a goal, goalkeeper. So anyway, back to Luton. <laughs> big enough ears. I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. We're on the, we're on the, the league now. We're not even talking about the premiership. Uh, is there really anything else to say? I wrote here, I mean, there's shit. But I say that not in the way I Ooh, say excellent. Chelsea or United or even Everton are shit. Those clubs are shit because they're shit built and molded from shit this is just sad lonely struggling shit football a team not suited for the top flight getting battered by the teams above them week in and week out without a hint of hope to keep them afloat i feel bad for poor luton whether it be financial crisis that has seen them drop to the bottom of the english football pyramid or heartbreaking defeats and cinderella cup final appearances luton are a side you can't help but pity even root for unless they're playing liverpool in that case fucking smash them boys Good summary. All right, let's take a quick break. Welcome back, listener. We're about to talk about predictions, which means it's time for a Come On Red Men Cup Day. Sorry, did I miss that cue? Cup Day. Well, exciting times uh, after four weeks of sucking from Nick. I know. (laughs) That must be James Ward-Prowse. He he may still have a a huge lead, but after four weeks of um, not thrashing us, he's back uh, winning the week with uh, 11 points this week for Nick and uh, Tom and Neil bringing up the rear. For, uh, with 10 points apiece. Yeah, but I can hear you guys this time, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, still quite a chunk away, dude. Yeah, yeah so the, the grand totals at the moment are uh, Nick 125 points, Neil 108, Tom 107. So, yeah, 17 points in the distance. And just uh, as an aside, the most number of points achieved in any one week is 17. And the, oh, yeah. the biggest differential of, of is seven is five five. Oh, okay. So, so at this rate, it's going to take at least three weeks, if not more, of you totally having abject failure and us catching up. Well, it could start with match week eleven. We you could. never know. So, do you know did, what? The Christmas season. There's a lot of games to get right and wrong, and a lot of predictions go so we'll be even further behind (laughs) no i'm just hoping he fails yeah we'll see i just want it to be closer it's uh you know nobody likes to see a runaway champion unless it's liverpool winning the 2019 season agreed agreed um, what a season so 2019 yeah 20 well 20 2019 yeah um what read perched read perched it's a great book yeah i do i do I do really want to catch up, and so because of my uh, my competitive instinct last week, I did take a scientific approach last week, and I went and looked up all of the odds for all of the possible score combinations for These each game. These are the Vegas betting odds? Vegas betting odds okay. for each match, and uh, last week I used that to guide. I, I, I picked exactly what Vegas said was going to um, happen, the, the most probable score in each game, and that's what I used to pick my uh, my stats last week. 
and it got me exactly the same number of points as Tom, who I guarantee you didn't use any science, science at all. In fact, he barely ever thought about it. <laughs> he probably did it two minutes before we hit record. So I put about the same much thought as Mark Lawrenson puts in it. Fair. There or you used to you should, you should talk to our friend Lewis. He's on yeah. a hot streak right now. He is. Um, well, getting the games right isn't necessarily the difficult part. But, it's getting um, the score right. The score is the you know there's a, there's two of the three points of for getting the. Uh, so it if you is, score, it ten, is still hard to get ten results or six results right in a day. Well, I was going to say if you guys scored ten points, technically that could mean that you at least got all the results right. Correct. So that's kind of cool. I'm I'm starting to get used to how you scored this. I know it's simple, but I don't think about it. And then looking at your table, the max here, points it's pretty you can get is three. Yeah. So yeah. the max points is so thirty the, points. Yeah. Yeah. And none of us have even gotten to twenty yet. Correct. Which is kind of <laughs> cool. Well, that's cool. It's hard. It's it's tough to predict this. Seventeen is the highest you said. Uh, from yeah. Nick Nick has two seventeens and a fifteen, I and a I have a sixteen. I have two fifteen, and you have two fifteens. Yeah. Interesting. 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 You have a fourteen. That's not bad. Well, while we're on the topic, let's dig into match week eleven and give our predictions. Um, oh. We're going to start off with Fulham and United. I'm going first today. Okay. Okay. Just decided it's going to change my luck. That's what the problem was. All right. Uh, it's going to be zero one. That's a um, scum to win one nil. Okay. Um, two nil United. I have two one United. Um, they're away in Fulham. Whatever. Brentford, West Ham. What do you got, Neil? Uh, Brentford two. West Ham 2. Okay. 1-1. One, one. I have 2-1 to Brentford. You love them. I know. I don't even know why. Uh, I'll tell you who I don't love. That's City and Bournemouth. What do you got? City 6, Bournemouth 0. <laughs> oh, God. It's not even going to be a surprise if that comes true. <laughs> I actually have a 3-1. Uh, I have 4-0. Who's getting a goal? <laughs> In the Bournemouth team. Solanke. Yeah. Uh, own goal for Kanji. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill the boy. <laughs> oh, thank God I'm quitting smoking. How about Sheffield and Wolves, Neil? Nil-nil. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a disrespect. Tom, I you... wanted to bet on it. I wanted to, to say Wolves were going to win. I really did. But with Neto gone, I just... I have them down for a 2-1 win against Sheffield. I have 2-0 for Wolves. How about Burnley and Palace game of the week? 0-0. Oh. 1-1. I have 0-1 to Palace. Everton-Brighton? Score draw, 1-1. Really? Okay. I have Everton to win this 2-1. What? I have three nil to Brighton, and this is why we're bottom top. <laughs> Everton, Everton so has weird. like a, they just they're put, shit. Yeah, mate. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't, mate. They're shit. I wanted to say some words. My but favorite phrase, <laughs> mate. You're shit. This is this is the actually not according to the table. The actual game of the week, in my opinion, is going to be Newcastle and Arsenal. What do you got, Neil? One one. Ooh, what do you got? Two nil Arsenal. What? I have 2 3 to Arsenal. Yeah, I can see I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, did you say 2 0 to Arsenal? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I may regret that, but fuck it. Newcastle has good defense. I don't know. All right. How about Forest and Villa? They have good defense. They conceded twice to Wolves this week. I mean, I didn't say they were a good team. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, Forest Villa, I have 3 0 to Villa. 
I also have 3-0 to Villa. I have a 2-1 to Villa. And for the record, I said Newcastle were losing, so obviously I don't think it's that good. True. Um, Luton and Liverpool, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm going to stick with what I wrote, but whew. what do you got, Neil? 3-0. Oh, that's what I got. 3-0. Uh, okay. And then finally bringing Justin up... Justin has 10-0. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Uh, Spurs and Chelsea... Is this one of those stupid London derbies? It is, isn't it? Well, yeah. it is a London well, derby. Br- but Brentford not... was a London derby. I know. They have so many. West, it's West not London. really a London derby. It's not a rivalry I only derby. count Tottenham Arsenal as a London derby. Right. Yeah, that's the, the traditional one. West Ham. West Ham. And... They're in London. No, no, no. I only yeah. count... Um, the real sorry. rivalries. The blood Oh, darbies. you're like... Everyone's labeling every game now. Fulham, like Ch- Brentford, Chelsea, is a Fulham. Derby. I'm okay with. Technically, it is a London derby. Chelsea, Fulham. Yeah. I'm okay with a derby. Um, Arsenal, Tottenham is a derby. Okay. You can't just like have every like Crystal Palace against Crystal Palace against Tottenham doesn't make any sense to me to be a derby. They're miles away. Millwall, yeah. West Ham. Well, they're both I'm okay birds. Millwall, Crystal Palace. No. Who Why? Are, who they're really the, close together. Who are the biggest derbies? Well, no, we got the Manchester yeah. derby. We no. got the Merseyside derby. We got the London derby, which is Arsenal and Spurs. What other like really big derbies? Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That. Millwall and West Ham, which you said I think. Mm-hmm. What other? Uh, what are the? Well, there's some other grudge matches. So yeah, but yeah, not derbies. But okay, interesting. All right. Um, Tottenham against Chelsea anyway. Yeah. Exeter Town versus Exeter City. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> Go on, Neil. What do you got? 2 0 to Tottenham. I also have 2 0 to Tottenham. 2 2. 2 2. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if it was 2 2. Chelsea show up for these and spoil the team that they're playing. And then. I need someone to spoil and piss on them. <laughs> oh, my God. Not even rain on their parade. Piss on their parade. Piss on the parade. That's disgusting. I want to be the but bird ag- at the top of the table. I agree. I agree. I agree. Let's have our closing thoughts, fellas. Tom, lead us off. Uh, I say 3-0, but bring the noise. (laughs) 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 I want to see a Bournemouth (laughs) performance. (laughs) 9-0, walk away like with a... I can't say that. That is very highly insensitive. Leave them limping. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. I liked what I saw against Forrest. I said that in the last... Uh, I want the same. Come out with a little drive fight. D- expose their weaknesses in their defense. And just open the play. Let Salah score. I might throw him as a triple captain this week. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I want. All right. Thanks, Tom. Neil? Yeah, just solid performance. Want to see Graven Birch get his uh, first Premier League goal. I think, uh, and... Um, I'd like to see a, a Van Dyke header, and I'd like to see a Trent free kick. It's been a little while since we've gotten either of those. Yeah. We, we've like had a free it. kick that didn't go in the other day. No, yeah, he's talking about a goal. <laughs> I know, but I'm awesome. <laughs> Thanks for that. A Tom. lot of them don't. Was there go a corner in. too? He took. <laughs> wow, uh, there's a couple of throw throw. They were holding them with their hands. I don't but we know don't why. have a throwing coach anymore, so we don't score on those. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see. 3-0, I'd uh, like to see Verge, Trent, and uh, Gravenbutch. There you go. That's I like that. That's, that's a good one. Uh, my How closing... much are you putting on that? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's on Vegas, Vegas bets. Vegas odds. <laughs> Ask Lewis. Uh, my closing thoughts are, first and foremost, we want to give our love to the Diaz family. Um, at the time of recording, we still haven't gotten any updates on his very tragic situation with his parents, other than his mother being rescued earlier in the week. So we just extend nothing but love and uh, hopeful thoughts his way. Um, Other than that, 
I I want to. I'm just going to echo what you guys said. Let's let's see a dominant performance against a team that should have no business giving us any threat at all. So on that, please follow us on Instagram. That's at Come On Red Men Podcast, and find us on Facebook. I guess you just search Come On Red Men Podcast. Yeah, we're a group though. You can come uh, listen to the episode and then come talk to us about it. We will respond. Well, they will. I'm not on Facebook, but uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Chat to you soon.